We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the Hump Day edition of the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Don't forget around here, it is not April, it is April, giving you a chance to win a, a cruise, Royal Caribbean Bahamas Cruise, thanks to Bell Destinations and Sun Country Airlines. Also giving away $107 each and every day in the month of April. Get the app, download the My Talk app, register on the app, and get set to who knows, maybe win. Alrighty, Donnie. There we go. Thank you, Vada, 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 much. Okay, so this is cute, uh, Julia. She said before when I we went to break, she goes, "Well, people have to Google Loretta Lynn. They might not know who she is." I'm <laughs> like, "She's country legend, y'all." I know, but I'm telling you, Come. you had to explain, Julia. Yeah, I know, Julia. Come on, music goes across. You know, it's you know, somebody's. And according to Donnie, so do movies. Yes. Open road, open range, range. 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 Open it range. wasn't even road. Okay, so. Loretta's birthday is not till April 14th, the day before tax day, but she celebrated it early at the Nashville, whatever that arena is. Uh, the Ryman? Yeah. No, no, the no. big, 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 oh, the bigger yeah. one. The, the, she, the Bridgestone Arena, that's oh, where they Bridgestone. play hockey. You just oh, have to think arena. of what company's located yeah, there. Right, I was trying exactly. to come up with that and think of it. Okay, Bridgestone Tires. So uh, they did a concert and... Um, she ended the concert. It was an all-star. Um, they all sang Coal Miner's Daughter. Oh. And it was her first major public appearance since she had a stroke two years ago. Okay. And um, Tanya Tucker brought out flowers after singing While I'm Living with Brandy Carlisle. I hope they film this and it's going to come somewhere. Margot Price, who's eight months pregnant, said she was giving her daughter the middle name of Lynn. And then Alan Jackson brought her a yellow rose and a Jack Daniels whiskey bottle. Darius Rucker gave a rousing performance of her controversial song, The Pill, which was a movie, a song about the glories of birth control pill. Okay. Okay. I mean, people were scandalized in country music. It was the early 70s when she did that. Yeah. (laughs) And she sang about the freedom it brought her. And then also um, Miranda Lambert thanked Loretta Lynn for all the advice for when husbands p- piss you off Ooh. before singing Don't Come Home with Drinking with Loving on Your Mind, which, of course, is, is great. a great song. Hey, yep. uh, guys, we have a Diane on the phone with us. And was she, she at the Bridgestone she Arena? She was there. Get out oh, of town. Stop. Hi, Diana. <laughs> Hi, guys. Yes, I was there. So, it was fantastic. Okay, tell us who jumped out of the birthday cake. Yeah. 
Keith Urban. Oh, I love him. Oh, and was that really to fulfill a wish she had? Yes, yes. She she said she has never had a birthday party, so she wanted to have this birthday party with all of these musicians singing her songs. And the only other thing she would ever want for her birthday is for Keith Urban to jump out of a birthday cake. Oh, my <laughs> word. Unbelievable. I'm going so, on record to agree with her, Lori. Yeah, I know. We would love that. Okay, so did you, was this like an advertised concert or? It was. It was. We had plans to go to Nashville to celebrate my 60th birthday, which was April 1st. Okay, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Sexy, so we, sexy. I just kind of pretended they were all singing happy birthday to me. Okay. okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, but we we found out that, that this was going on when we happened to be going. So, of course, we had to check it out. My friend surprised me with tickets. And but, it was open to the public. Oh, yeah, it was sold out. Oh, it was oh, crazy. Fun. Oh, my God. Jack I mean, White, George Strait, um, Miranda Lambert, Casey Musgraves. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks, it, it was fantastic. George Strait, everybody was there. Dolly Parton, Carrie Underwood sent the video messages. They and did. Was Crystal they Gale did. there? She, she was. Crystal yeah. Gale, Tanya Tucker. And it was so sweet. At the end of the performance, they came back from a short intermission, and Loretta was out on stage, and Tanya Tucker and Crystal Gale were, were basically holding her up. And they started to sing Coal Miner's Daughter. Oh, wow. And Loretta wasn't going to sing at first. She seemed a little little confused, a little mm-hmm. fragile. And then all of a sudden you heard her voice singing along. And oh it, 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 was, it was seeing a legend. It oh, was, that's really it cool. It was fabulous. Well, yeah. good for you. Yeah, because yeah. she's really hard to catch in concert because she's... I mean, unless you saw her, like, back in the day, in the last, like, 20, 25 years, she makes concert bookings, and then they get canceled yeah, for whatever. She gets sick it's or something. Yeah. 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 And she's 87 yeah. now, wow. so oh my, I can't believe How it. Fun. That's amazing. Thanks, Diane, yeah. for calling, okay? Yep. Love you guys. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So Keith Urban, Keith Urban jumped out of the cave. Just imagine her face. And then she'd okay, never had a, a birthday a birthday party. Hmm. Do never gave her one, and her parents. She was, you know, we all saw Coal Miner's yes. Daughter. And if you didn't rewatch that movie, please, Sissy Spacek and Tommy Jones. This is the best biopic, in my opinion, made so far. You love that. I love Coal yeah. Miner's Daughter. I haven't seen it in a long time, and I don't remember it being like you do. Oh, it is really, really yeah. good. Yeah. I have been to Butcher Hollow. Have you? Yep. Because I went to the University of Kentucky, and I had a girlfriend who lived in eastern Kentucky, and <laughs> went to Butcher Hollow. Yeah, and uh, you can go to the Loretta Lynn. There's like something Loretta Lynn. You can go to her homestead, or I don't know. And then the other kind of musical-related thing is that the Eagles are going to play okay. at Madison Square Garden the 27th and 28th. Um this year, tickets go on sale next week, and it's, they're going to perform the Hotel California. It's, it's the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Vegas. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, because I saw it, and tickets are going. I thought on, it was MSG. I, I know. MSG, no, and yeah, I'm all MGM. worried you're yeah. saying that because okay. this would be so cool. So, like you sorry, said, Lori, and it's going to be September 27th and 28th oh. in Vegas, and the tickets are going to go on sale this April 12th. Starting at $180. This is what I thought was interesting. The the album Hotel California, which I think a lot of us had, mm-hmm. is only 44 minutes long. Yeah. 
That's why it was a great album. Yeah. It was a great album. Six Full minutes of, of that is Hotel California. Yes, it is. Right. <laughs> Third best-selling yes, album in I history. Love it. And I love that Vince Gill is in the band yeah. and Deacon Fry, John Fry's uh, Glenn son. Fry. Yes. Glenn Fry, excuse me. And can we listen to the Chrissy Metz? So I thought this uh, was interesting. Sure. She's from This Is Us. Yeah, did you watch it last night? No, I'm two weeks behind. Did you? Yes, I did. Was it good? Yeah, it takes us into another. Now we see yet another part of this is us, meaning age wise. Oh, okay. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is um, Breakthrough is a faith based film that is coming out to theaters I- April seventeenth, and um, Chrissy Metz is in it, and it's about. Gosh, I saw a a thing for it, but um, well, the, the songwriter is a pretty significant one. Oh, it's Diane Warren. Diane Warren. Diane yeah. Warren. Yeah. Jeez. And so here's, I had the time of my life. Uh, so many. So many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it. So here she's singing. Mm-hmm. Chrissy Metz from mm-hmm. This Is Us. When you're hurting, I want you to know that you'll never. We've heard her sing on This Is Us. Oh, have you? Yeah. When your faith is, faith is running low. I'll never lose faith in you When the night surrounds you And you think that no one cares about you I will go and throw my arms that around beautiful voice, but mm-hmm. We've known that from... I know, I just want to hear She's the cabaret singer. Oh, she's so lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they showed a trailer for this movie during This Is Us. That's it looked synergy. good. It looked good. That's synergy, mm-hmm. though, because it's coming... Uh, it's a... It's a Fox yeah. movie, and they bought the ad on her show because they know a lot of eyeballs on Tuesday night. Yeah. yeah um, Was that the finale, season finale of This Is Us? I don't think not, so. Not no, okay. no, no. Uh, that wouldn't have been enough of a cliffhanger. Oh, but okay. we do, we did, I did feel like the story, like we've been in a hiccup. Yeah, uh, we've gone off on some tangents this year. Yeah. So you I'd feel like, like it t- came back I wanted, around? I want some tightening up again. Did it tighten up? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. It All did. Right. I it like, did. I but like I do that. still like that show. I, I mean, love it, that show. But like last night, I was like, uh, you know, Casey's like, oh, he said, you know, I, I, I got to go to bed. I woke up at three in the morning. I'm so tired. This is like nine, you know. And so I'm like, well, I'm not going to bed at nine. And I had the choice of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or This Is Us. And I was like, I got to watch Beverly Hills right now so I can really digest it. And if I need to watch it again in the morning, or then I'll watch, you know. This that is was us. the finale. What? No. It says right here. Wait, don't was, tell me about it. Don't tell me. I haven't seen it. This Is Us, blah, blah, blah. The finale's ending. That was, this, that was it last night. Well, for okay, now heaven's that. sakes. Because they're all... Talking about it online. Oh, they are. Well, yeah. thank you, Donnie. See, this is why. This is the good side. This is good, Donnie, right now. Bad <laughs> Donnie is Jeopardy, Donnie. This is good, Donnie, Googling. Oh, well, you know. No, I didn't even know. Yeah. Uh, I'm behind two weeks. All right, so I'm going to catch it. Yeah. Right. Okay, well, then I guess, I mean, I don't think it, it's really not a big cliffhanger. Okay. It's just. That's okay. It, there's, there's a storyline uh, advancement that all happens right. at all. That's all. All right. Well, we can. It's very, like, my mom hasn't liked it because the last couple episodes have been very Randolph and Beth-centric. And my mom, if, if any of the characters bugs her, Randolph bugs her. Are you kidding? No. Oh, he's one of my favorites. Not not the wife. Not, oh, he's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Because you know who bugs me? Is the sister, Chrissy Metz, whatever her name is. She bugs you? Yes. My <laughs> Lord. 
Bugs. Oh, my word. Well, that, I, I would take no. all this back to Meredith from Grey's Anatomy no, when no. she bugged you and bugged you. When you have a big cast like that, event, yes. you know, there's like a thing where you go, oh, I like everybody, but this one person bugs me. All right. You know, I, that's just a theory of mine. Is mm-hmm. there anyone that bugs you on that show? Yes. Who? Um, Sometimes Beth. Beth, okay. The mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. So, so there you go. So there you go. I proved my point. You did. Uh, but I do think there is like that thing. And so my mom hasn't liked the last couple of weeks because it's been Beth and Randall centric. But for her, it's not Beth, it's Randall. All right, got it. All right, so we've got... We've got, uh, we've got nothing except Dirt Alert to get to. We've got a Vintage Scandal to get to. We've got a lot, Lori. We've got music news we didn't get to. And we've got Anna Ferris. Uh, wanting to have Thanksgiving dinner and make the plan right now with Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger. Let him get married first, Anna. Let him get married. We'll be we'll right be back. back. Okay. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, Holly Hollywood, what's what's happening Yellow. for us? What do you got? All right, let's talk about okay. a little celebrity justice concerning Ryan Seacrest. He has been ruled to give a deposition in the case between Black China and Rob Kardashian. As the judge put it, Ryan Seacrest likely has superior and unique knowledge. And remember, this lawsuit has been going on for quite some time. This is a lawsuit that Black China has issued against the Kardashians and E. She's suing the Kardashians, claiming that they threatened to pull uh, keeping up with the Kardashians or Black China and Rob from the network. And so this she is did, a, yeah, they did do they, they did, only yeah. had one season, right? Yeah. Well, which but is they, why. Yeah, but then they did break up, so that would have been awkward. But there have been plenty of other reality shows where, I mean, look at the housewives. A lot of them are, are certainly listen, not housewives or know. even married. You know. Okay. Yeah. Well, Ryan Seacrest tried to not have to be disposed. Oh, I bet. I bet. Now, there are some parameters on his deposition. Allegedly, according to documents obtained by TMZ, it will be limited to three hours over a single day and it will be recorded on video. So have you guys ever done a deposition? No, no, I have. It's very nerve wracking. I believe it would be because you swear and there's, you know, you're in a room and the, the, the person asking you questions is representing the other side sure and yeah they it's intense catch you. it's intense well it's intense and there are legal ramifications yes. for the things that you say and you yeah. have to be accountable for all of the things yep. that you say in a deposition oh so yeah. no word yet on when this is going to be happening but probably what does ryan what does rye rye know well ryan's been very sick oh is that that's why he hasn't he been was. on kelly he, yeah that's why he hasn't been on he was back today he was mm-hmm. sick oh. mm-hmm. well all right. Doesn't he look good with the beard, though? Yeah, way, that is distractingly better. It's making way, us forget. Yep, yep, a, yep. Way better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will have to check. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Out this Ryan Seacrest beard. Yeah, it's great. It, it does. It just makes mm-hmm. him. I think he was advised to grow it because it makes him look more 
reliable, responsible, stately, manly. A little more mature. Uh Oh my gosh. Uh All right. So there's Ryan Seacrest and his stately, mature beard. Mm -hmm. Uh, I got a little book that's coming out today. It might be of interest to you in the world of music. This is a new book about Kurt Cobain written by his former Nirvana manager, Danny Goldberg. It's called Serving the Servant, Remembering Kurt Cobain. And uh, he already wrote a memoir, Danny Goldberg, called Bumping Into Geniuses. And now he had a chapter that was about nirvana but in this book he expands it to 16 chapters and uh you know if you know Did that he nirvana, manage him their whole time not the whole, whole time, time so the big the, the-, the big breakthrough mm-hmm. years you know once a nevermind came out danny goldberg was involved in this and he has some insight into the relationship between kurt cobain and courtney love he was there when they met backstage at a Chicago club three weeks after the release of Nevermind. And he says of Courtney Love, love was formidable and vulnerable and messy and that she enjoyed getting mad at things. Uh, Denny Goldberg. Surprise. Yeah, right. Surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Danny Goldberg said that he liked Courtney Love right away. And he adds that no one who disliked Courtney Love would have survived for long in Kurt Cobain's inner circle anyways. And so he kind of talks about some of the tensions, too, that were arising in Nirvana. Mm -hmm. One of those tensions, source of tensions, was Dave Grohl singing harmony vocals. Of course, Dave Grohl, the drummer of Nirvana, went on to be in Foo Fighters. That's right. And the main the lead singer. Yes. And uh, Danny Goldberg says that Kurt Cobain found this unnerving. He said, I hear Dave doing harmonies every night and he is a much better singer than you might think that's what kurt cobain said at the time Mm. and he said kurt's tone had a touch of envy to it as if he were looking over his shoulder in more ways than one wow well maybe cobain had no he had depression yeah so much yeah i mean really it's like they probably would have never as a band stayed together no you're right about that Mm Laurie. yeah they would have had at least some kind of a breakup yeah, I mean it is like that's not being a mind reader no. or any that's isn't that the way most bands are? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean yeah. you know you're with people for a certain period of time in bands, and it's that very pressure cooker situation. And then you know some somebody wants to sing. Dave Grohl probably would have formed Foo Fighters anyway. Yeah, yes, and there's a have. there's a scene in the in the dirt last night. I watched night. that last night. Wasn't oh, that good? So did Lori. Okay, but how about the detail that they put in towards the end of the um like. Uh, end of the 80s beginning of the 90s and they're at a club and things are going off the rails with Vince Neil and there's a billboard for Nirvana and so that that just told you in the movie the music is changing oh yeah there's oh, a and scene she, there and, was a lot of detail and like you remember that. that Courtney Love lived with Neil Strauss who wrote the book don't you remember when we had him on for the game oh yeah yeah and who Courtney wrote the Love lived with him for a very long time so he wrote, I mean, he did that book, did all the book. with the Motley Crue. The that, that movie is yep. great. Did you like the movie? It was like a very raunchy after school special. Oh, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But I still loved it because it was so. It was very tongue in cheek. And they understood that, you know, when you're making any kind of biopic, you take a lot of artistic liberties. Yeah, and, because, because especially because they were also wasted. How do they remember some of this stuff? I, I love mean, that, Laurie. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I mean, you're watching that, that first scene alone. <sighs> that that's when I was hooked. I was like, I'm watching this all the way to the end. She told us all about it, Holly. <clears throat> not really, but not really. But sorry. there's really no way to talk about it with FCC regulations. Yeah, yeah. we'll just say a ro- water fountain, a party, and a man and a gal. Oh yeah, that that's about all you really need to know. But yeah, you know, um, you're right. In that movie, Motley Crue, the band, and Nirvana, like there was a Nirvana poster. There was also a Pearl Jam poster outside of the recording studio where it was like they said without having to say. Say it, yeah, that the kind of their music sort of 
was also, it's always changing, right. you know? Right, I don't know. I guess I liked the casting in it, too. Oh, I yeah, thought Machine Gun Kelly was amazing. I didn't even know that was him playing Tommy Lee. No. How would you know? And how? what is the guy's name who played Mick Mars? Is it Griffon from Game of Thrones, the mean guy? Yes. Griffin? Yes, it is. His first name is Ian. Ian. Oh, my gosh. He was good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I dug up scandal on just some stuff from that that they didn't include, even though they included a lot of scandal. Yeah, they included the major points, but, I mean, Motley Crew had they, enough whew. scandal. There could be dirt dirtier. Yeah, there could be dirt dirtier. <laughs> That's exactly you guys right. are hysterical. <laughs> now, I want to... I have to watch this you tonight. Do. Oh, yeah. Julia, you have I to have watch, to watch it tonight, and I'm going to give You're you gonna my reaction. You're going to kind of fall in love, and I, yep. and I will say, you know, I like that Nikki Six wanted to make the heroin stuff be as graphic as it was, as that was like their one caveat in the movie, that they wanted to not in any way glamorize that. Yeah. And remember when he said, I met and fell in love with the woman who was going to be the girlfriend for the rest of my life. And then you see this naked woman coming in, but wow. then it's the old play on it's heroin. Oh, that was so oh. cheesy. I know, <laughs> but still that's the kind of cheese that works in an after school special and in a movie like that. It, it really, really does, I know. you know, and I, okay. So reminding you again about this Nirvana book, Danny Goldberg okay. wrote it, serving the servant, remembering Kurt Cobain. So if you want to le- dig a little deeper, that might be that a future be, subject yes. of a vintage scandal. Yeah. I think yep. you got that right here. Yeah. Uh, Lori and Julia uh, want to mention the fact uh, uh, before we leave that Britney Spears has checked into a psychiatric facility after suffering from emotional distress. This according to variety. Now Spears has had a rough year. Her father, Jamie uh, recently underwent a second surgery to fix her ruptured colon. She's been that, and the other crisis. the other conservator left. Yes, so there's. A I lot know going he did. On. That was, and he left suddenly about a month ago. Right, yeah. it was a big darn deal. And so she's probably thinking, who in it's the gonna hell watch is out gonna, for me? That's right. Yeah, and all my money and my kids and this, that, and the other thing. Dad, you got to get better. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Spears is what is he like? Early sixties, sixty-two, sixty-three. He is young. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not ready for your dad no. to be gone. No, no, we wish her the best. All oh, right. All right. Holly, I wish I could have just talked to that dirt alert all about the oh, dirt oh with you. Oh, my gosh. All right. Now, by the way, if you want to watch The Dirt tonight, it's on Netflix. It's streaming right now. Julia, I want a full report. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. <laughs> The scandal really right now is the fact that our door, our studio door is wide open. Julia is not in here. And that's the real scandal that's happening. I just heard the door. She returned? Yeah, no. Okay. The reason why you know people in the hallway, I know they're we, loud. They're very loud, and we don't want to have a scandalous Our break is word. Really short. They're sorry. Yeah, sorry, we, peeps. We have a scan. Well, Julia, you were on vacation last week, not used to any kind of a schedule, and now you're back and in the thick of it, having to be on top of things, <laughs> doing to Jeopardy, manage my potty breaks. Yeah, yeah, do this, that, and the other thing. Okay. All right, what do we got? Okay, so just kind of, uh, you will be googling. Um, When you watch The Dirt on Netflix, uh, based on Motley Crue's uh, book with Neil Strauss, um, uh, that's airing on Netflix. It's 107 minutes. And but the thing you'll be Googling first, of course, will be the four actors who the four guys playing Nikki Six, Mick Mars, Tommy Lee and Vince Neil, because they are cute because they are portraying these guys. Tommy Lee is 17 and all the other guys are like, you know, 
twenties, early twenties. Eighteen, I think. Oh, Vince young, Neil huh? is just like about oh. the same age as Ooh. Tommy Lee, and I think then Nikki Six is a little bit older, like maybe twenty-one, mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. and then Mick Mars, I think, is the oldest at twenty-seven. Okay, something okay. like that. So good-looking guys. Yes, you know, and you're like, okay, who are these guys? So, and again, Machine Gun Kelly does a great imitation of Tommy Lee. His constant grinning. The baby face charm. Oh, I remember. And his ability to fit into women's skinny jeans, which Tommy Lee did, (laughs) are just some of the similarities. Plus, the way he mimed his drumming on, like, the legendary roller coaster drum kit. Uh Uh-huh. Is including signature spinning at the it was yeah, really really very good believable very believable. Yeah. So, so he was in Bird Box. Do you remember him from that Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, I, I don't was know he, because that's like his Felix. singing rapping name. Uh, I know he's it. billed as Richard Colson Baker in this movie. Oh, his real name? Okay. Yeah, right. he was Felix as Colson. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's his other thing, and it is every. It I will just say it is completely over the top, and I did get. People either seem to, it was drugs, nudity, death, nudity, more drugs, more nudity, sex, even more drugs, more sex, bodily fluids, and a smattering of violence. That's what's in the movie. Okay, so you definitely want something to do tonight. It will be a scandal if you have to, if you watch this movie with anyone, you will be uncomfortable explaining things to Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, and because it, it opens at a, one of the legendary parties that the crew had, when they all four shared a place around the corner from Whiskey Go Go and involves Tommy Lee and a female like groupie taking center stage. Sure, got okay? it, got it. But one of the things that I thought, okay, you know, yes. you know how yes. I'm always about the sex tapes, the really? sex tapes, the really? sex tapes. Really, well, really, just, really, 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 really. You know, well, yeah. Is that what made... Motley Crue be really big? Was it the Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson? Here, I will just set this straight. So two things that are made abundantly clear when you're watching The Dirt or if you read the book. Vince Neil had a lot of sex, like a lot of sex, like the most sex of any of those guys. And Tommy Lee was running a very close second. But there was something about Vince Neil. He was the only blonde, and mm. the other three guys were brunettes. Yeah. And of course, okay. it's the 80s. Everybody's got their mullet and their oh, yeah. big hair. And Tommy Lee would fall in love at the drop of a hat. Oh. And we see that in the movie, and he shared that with Neil Strauss. He is always this guy who falls in love quickly, easily, always thinking it's one, even though because he basically gets successful in Motley Crue by the time he's 18... He's at the buffet, the banquet of ladies. Yeah. Okay. So um, it would only make sense that at the height of the celebrity sex tapes that both Vince Neil and Tommy Lee had bedroom shenanigans that leaked on to, you know, the public. Okay, with sex tapes. It. None of this is covered in the dirt. Oh, it is. Okay, okay. Because basically all of the Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee insanity got 10,000 more times attention in 1995 than anything that the band did. Got it. Okay, because they were really... Yeah, I didn't even know who Tommy Lee was before that. Right. Anything that they did, there's not a single mention of Pamela Anderson's name in the movie. It basically Well, no, they just basically kind of blew blew over 1995 to 2005, okay? But to set the stage, Tommy Lee... Meets Pamela Anderson. She's on Baywatch. 
They get married in Mexico four days after they, they meet, met. Yep, I remember that. He knew her just four days. They had the two kids and... Um, you know, the, the home video of them frolicking while on their honeymoon was stolen by a disgruntled electrician doing work on the residence who stole the safe that they had in their garage. And with it, the tape. With the tape and mm-hmm. particular attention. If you haven't watched the tape, uh, I'm not. Well, was, I tried. It was paid. Tommy Lee is um, well endowed. And at one point, he is seen steering the boat. <laughs> Um, with his proud appendage. But this isn't in the movie. This is in the sex tape. But no, you won't see this in the movie. You just wanted to talk about the sex tape. Basically. (laughs) Because they don't cover it in the movie. I'm taking us down sex tape lane. Yes, but I forgot about that. I haven't. I I know all this because you've told me. No, I haven't. I I have not told you about him stealing. I might have told you right away when I watched it. I mean, there's despite there being less than ten minutes of sexual activity on the six, the fifty-four minutes, it remains the most well-known celebrity sex tape to this day. And Tommy Lee doesn't seem scarred about it at all. Pamela Anderson has said that it was devastating to their marriage. Hmm. Interesting for, for her, right? Okay. It didn't bother him as much. Well, and right. Tommy Lee's fourth wife, Brittany Furlane, later revealed that the two of them have, you know, is this the, the one he's married to that he just got married well, to? Well, she's not 18, 30, whatever she is. They she was filmed, the vine, yes, insta vine. Yes, they're not going right. to come out, she says. And then three years after Tommy uh, Lee and Pamela Anderson, then a sex tape of Vince Neal. And this porn star named Janine Lindenmuller. Okay. Okay, w- along with a pixelated... Not related to the Limburgers. Yeah, yeah, along with a pixelated penthouse pet of the year who turned out to be Brandy Ledford was released by the same company who did Tommy Lee and Are Anne. we going to just have pornographic vintage Well, I'm just scandals? letting you know that Motley Crue, those two guys had two of the biggest... And then Pamela Anderson shows up in Brent Michaels' sex tape. I didn't even know he had one. Yeah, I know. See, oh, you're glad, glad I'm telling you all this. Oh, really? I anyway, I've been oh. <laughs> <laughs> right the filming that says educational. The filming had done been done in Hawaii this night. The threesome with I Vince mean, Motley Crue one time had an orgy with like the guys in the band and 150 women. Just wow, man. I mean, wow, debauchery. Were you jealous? No, but I mean, I like knowing about it and I like sharing it with you. But anyway, it didn't, the Vince Neil thing went nowhere. Tommy Lee had nothing to worry as far as a pop culture touchstone. Vince Neil's, nobody was really. So so no one has dethroned Tommy Lee. The most memorable moment that poor Vince has in his sex tape is he he is bouncing on a bed by himself. It is Naked. just a pop culture touchstone. It is. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lee. Okay, mm-hmm. now how about all the wives that aren't mentioned? So the only wives that we see in the dirt okay. is we see Heather Locklear. Oh, you do? Okay. And the lady who plays Heather Locklear is a doppelganger for Hop- Heather Locklear uh, when she was back on, you know, TJ Hooker or whatever. Oh, okay. 1985 mm-hmm. uh, is yeah. when they met. Okay. They didn't meet at Vince Neal's house, but she does. He says to her, I love you in the fall guy. You're so hot. And she's like, he goes, I know you from TV. And she goes, oh, she goes, okay, well, that's Heather Thomas. And I'm, 
I'm Heather Locklear. And she Oops. goes, but are you that guy from MTV? And he goes, yeah. She goes, White Snake, right? Oh, oh funny. And apparently that is their cute meat story. Okay. Okay. That's cute. And um, So neither of them, each of them thought they were someone else. No, she just did, did that, that back to him. And he yeah, liked yeah. that. He fell in love with her, you know, and she's, of course, you know, they were married How from long? 1985 to 1993. And, of course, their marriage went up in a blaze because he never was faithful to Heather Locklear. None okay. of these guys, they've uh, the four members have been married 14 times. <sighs> sounds okay? like a family. It I sounds know. like my family. Mm-hmm. I know, but we weren't in a band. You know. Imagine if yeah. you were. Wow. Imagine. Imagine. Geez. That would have been a Netflix special. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> if you were. But Tommy, it be called the Dirty Dirt. Tommy Lee says to Vince Neal when the band had gone through like a really bad thing and he got busted and he knew on the road, they were like, when he was married to Heather Locklear, it was really the band's biggest years. Okay. Okay. And they were on tour like all over the world, constantly gone. And he, they just didn't deny themselves anything, okay? And the National Enquirer busted Tommy Lee and got a photo of him with a porn star mm. with their arms around each other. And Heather Locklear, she sees that photo and she moves, moves out, files for a divorce. And he says to Vince Neil, Heather, I think I, she's probably going to be the one that got away. It's just the timing of when they fell in love, mm-hmm. being in the band. Anyway, it made me think of Heather, you know, and hope she's not with that guy. But yeah, they had 14 <laughs> marriages between the four oh, of them. Jeez. No. Yeah, and Tommy Lee, before he was married to her, he was married to some other lady for like, uh, uh, they dated for two years and they were married for seven days. Her name was uh, Elaine Starchuk. This marrying for four days, like what we just got with Nicolas Cage and mm-hmm. this marrying for, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. what are yeah. people thinking? I don't know. I don't know, and then but here I will tell you this: um, Pamela Anderson introduced uh, Nikki Six to her fellow Baywatch castmate Donna Danrico, and they got married one month after his divorce uh, from like his second wife, and then they, you know, got married, got divorced, you know, like six years later. Vintage, vintage. There's a lot. Indeed, okay. Mm-hmm. And Nikki Six even got a vasectomy. Nikki Six got clipped. After he Donna got, Rico, and he's yeah. had a reverse and is now having his fifth child with his fourth wife. Oh, and that's something. Yeah. I don't feel like I need, I feel very <laughs> dirty. Well, mission I, accomplished. Yeah. And we just talked about the dirt. Well, okay. I'm just filling in all the stuff yeah. that you don't see. I'm right. giving you the rest of the dirt the after rest the of band. The story, so I'll be able to fill it in tonight. Well, yeah, you're seeing the beginning. You're seeing, you know, the debauch, sure. the debauch of the debauch. I mean, it's unbelievable. Animals. They were animals, Julia. You're going to enjoy it. I can't wait to hear about it. We'll be right back. Alright, people, welcome back. Oh, that's such a pretty It really is. Song. You know, Beyonce's gonna come out with some new music this year finally. Yeah, We're gonna hear some new stuff. She's gonna work on a Netflix flick special. She's coming, uh, she's gonna be in the Lion King remake as Nala. I'm trying to get excited for that, but I really love the original Lion King. 
Remember when oh, we? Remember this when, looks good though. Yeah, this looks I'm sure. Good the way they're doing it. I know they don't really like the uh, the critics don't like Dumbo, but the audience does. Yeah, I totally ex- would expect that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, by the way, our favorite headline today is Prince Harry has really amazing balance. Honestly, I'm thinking there's going to be. It's going to break the internet down, uh, Julia. I'm just telling you, anytime it's heart melting. I, you watch the video. See, you're bitter that you're not on vacation anymore. Yeah. I understand. Am I? I'm not bitter at all. A little really? tiny bit. Am I? Yes. Why? Your joie de vivre for stuff that normally you let me uh, go on and on about. Well, is it was very, a lot today. But Julia, I'm just saying, you know, I understand. <laughs> Between the vintage scandal but, sex tape edition. But, but Julia, <laughs> Julia. The royal Instagram Julia. edition. Here's the thing. You forgot to take a vacation in February. Oh. And so then you had a very long in winter ju- without letting your brain get a break it and did. and then you went away and then you're walking on sunshine, sunshine and then all of a sudden now you're back and back to responsibilities I lost my wallet you lost your wallet oh, anyway sick. so just just know that i know that you know that i know what's going on with you okay okay, okay. That. i really did like vintage scandal sex edition sex tape edition filling in what happened after the dirtier dirt which maybe we're gonna see i don't know i Okay, this Joker tra- trailer, <laughs> did you look at this? No. Joaquin Phoenix? I, no. Julia, go and look at it right, right. now. Oh, Joaquin, as the Joker, is looking to the sky. He's got blood on his face. I and the tagline says, put on a happy face. And to me, it was like, is this Heath Ledger? I mean, not that they look alike, but sort of, I just want to, we posted this. This isn't even coming out until October 4th. And this is the standalone Joker movie. Is this Joker? Todd Phillips, who did. I mean, did we need a standalone Joker movie? Well, but Todd Phillips, you know, he's done some interesting movies. Did we post it today? It's on the homepage. It's on the homepage, yeah, because everybody wanted to see it. I was just like, oh, um, all right. Mm. It didn't sell me at all. Mm. Really. Put on a happy face. Well, because you want to know why? We already saw the best Joker with Heath Ledger. He was the best Joker. That was. By far the movie that yeah. got robbed that should have won an Academy Award, White Black Knight or whatever it was, Dark Knight, mm-hmm. was so good. I don't need to see, Lori, because we don't care about this. Stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just be Not honest. Really. We don't okay. care about this. Stuff. Do you care about Bravo rebooting Blind Date? Did you I thought watch? it was canceled. No, no, bringing it back. They're bringing it back. Why? Well, I, I understand. It originally no. <laughs> I, I know no, what no. a reboot is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I no. just don't have it's, a desire. Do you Let's remember the old way. syndicated show? Because I sure don't. I, I don't. don't Nineteen ninety-six to two thousand and six. It had fourteen. I was having children. Fourteen hundred original episodes. Yeah, I don't remember it. And so the magic of a blind date. Here's what I'm going to say. I should have Hollywood spoke this. Andy's uh, love connection got canceled. I know it didn't. They need something new. Well, that was on Fox. It wasn't oh, even on. Yes, that's right. It was, that wasn't right. It was a Bravo Fox. show. No, it was not. I hear. I don't think they could get people. No, I don't. I'm not. They, the, you know, they couldn't get people for love connection. Is that what I, yeah, no. it seems like they yeah. were, had real. I don't want to watch a blind date show. So there you go. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's love at first sight. There's love at second sight. There's love in the naked wild. Yeah. There's naked yeah. wild loving. Right. There's love at the mall. Married there's love in a train. Right. There's love in a plane. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's, does it have a mouse in a house? I mean, I don't care about all this love stuff. I'd rather watch a romantic comedy. Oh, I know. Well, where you know, I know the people for an hour and a half. You know what the movie I'm excited about is Little. 
that comes oh, out. Oh, it like, looks so looks, good. They, those act, the actors, that's the little girl from Blackish and Disarray. They have been having so much fun. That little girl is EVPing at executive uh, producing. It was her idea because yeah. her mom loved Big so much when she was growing up, and she just had an idea. What if we reverse it and have it. it be a girl? Yeah, no, right, right. Yeah, I just think and wow, that, she's my favorite character on Blackish anyway. She's darling, the daughter. Yeah, she's darling. the littlest daughter. Yara, I watch on her show Grownish because that takes place in college, and you know, yes. you know, I like a dorm. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I, I really it there. okay. And 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 it was there a sex tape made in the dorm that you liked so much, Lauren? No, I never lived in a dorm, but I do you like. Didn't. No, Did I you? didn't. Oh, I, my dad so told me well, I couldn't right. afford couldn't it. Live. He goes, "I will not let you go in debt to go to college." Well, that's and a I'm smart like, dad. I go, "You're the meanest dad ever." He goes, "Think of something else you can do." And I was like, "All right, I'm going to save up money and go with my girlfriends to Europe when everyone else is working in between their right. dorm years." You know that summer. That's how I made. That's how I. That's how I looked at the bright side, Julia. I'm like, okay, fine. If I gotta live at home like a loser. Did any of your friends live in the dorms? Uh, no. I think most of us had parents that said we're not gonna let you go into debt to go to college. Hmm. That was sort of. I would have looked back at them and I'm not. You are. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> my parents there are might, paid. I, Yeah, there might have been, but I, I. Yeah, I think at least in my high school, my my. Three or four besties, all of us lived at home. We all lived at home. Some of us moved out like, you know, like my sophomore year, between sophomore and junior year, we lived at on UMD because you could rent the summer, you know, the apartments real cheap. And then I think I finally moved out like my senior year of college because uh, I could afford it. Oh, man, you lived home all I Yeah, yeah, I just lived at home, but you know, I, I... I wanted to go to Europe, and I, I didn't want. I'd listen to my dad. I did. I wasn't in debt. I, That's smart. Yeah. So Very, my dad said he, he didn't care. You know, he didn't care if I came home or anything. Well, exactly. You know, as long as I went to school, I didn't have to pay rent or contribute to groceries. Nice. Yeah, that is well, nice, isn't it? Gee. You know what's nice? Yeah. Uh, that we're done? Was, yeah, that we're done. Oh, yeah, that's really I, it. I really do think. See, she's slowly adjusting. Uh, By tomorrow, you guys. Quinta, come a minute. She's going to be so happy she's back from vacation. It'll be all over, you know. You'll oh, be yeah. back to it. Oh. It does take a couple days, people. Yes, I know. Yeah, all right. All right we'll